At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Dan Leach. Be sure to check out my podcast, the Detroit CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. We dive into the betting angle for all the Detroit teams and the Michigan Wolverines and Michigan State Spartans as well. If you're from Detroit or a fan of any of the Detroit or college teams in the Michigan area and want to become a sharper better, this is the podcast for you. So please subscribe, follow, and listen to the Detroit CityCast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Detroit CityCast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And welcome in Manic Monday, Detroit CityCast. Hope all of you had a beautiful weekend and enjoyed that epic 16-16 tie that literally every second of footage that Lions-Steelers game is going to be sent to the NFL Hall of Fame and then put in the basement forever and never seen again. One of the most disgusting games you'll ever see. Mason Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Jared Goff throwing an average of, I don't know, 2.5 yards with a, per air yard pass. It was scrum diddly awful. But hey, the Lions can't go 0-17. I had a bet with a couple of buddies that the Lions would go 0-17. They took the 0-17. I said no. I won those, so it's not all bad and, and, and rotten in Denmark. Uh, but a lot to get to, including my brand new DTO's Big Ten Power Rankings uh, with updated odds from our friends at Bet Rivers, as well as our latest Dan Campbell approval rating poll. That should be interesting after the tie. Remember a couple few weeks ago after the Rams loss, it was 87% approval. Then after that disgusting loss to the Eagles, it went down to 63%. We'll have to see where it's at today after, yeah, it's a tie. The Lions fought pretty hard once again with a lack of talent and a lack of depth. And maybe Dan Campbell is going to end up being the right guy for this team. We shall see. But let's start off things as we always do with a trip to the Motown betting window. Brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers, BetRivers.com and the app as well. They've got so many different options on Bet Rivers, whether it's just all the games itself or futures odds and props and specials. It is fantastic all right let's take a look at the Lions line against the Steelers and the Baker Mayfield banged up again in their absolute disgusting embarrassment to the Patriots yesterday 45 to 7 but he says he's gonna play and obviously you can never listen to a player but it looks like Mayfield's got a chance of playing in week 11 this line opened 10 at Bat Rivers down to nine and a half so the Browns by nine and a half, and I think Baker Mayfield is going to play, but you got to monitor that throughout the week, as of course we will for you as well. Uh, Browns minus nine and a half right now, Bet Rivers minus 117. Lions plus nine and a half, minus 195. Money line minus 480 for Cleveland. Comeback for the Lions is plus 350, and the total is at 45, the over minus 113, and the under minus 108. So this is kind of similar to where this line against Pittsburgh started out last week. Of course, that obviously changed towards the later part of the week when it went from 9.5 or so down to 8.5 or or 8. And then the Big Ben Roethlisberger news came out on Saturday night and it immediately went down to 6, 
some five and a halfs on game day, then back up to five and a half, uh, or some fives actually, excuse me, and so then five and a half and six on game day. And they, listen, this Cleveland team is, is just not that great. I mean, they, they have a pretty good defense, but their defense has got shredded by the Patriots and Mac Jones, the likely rookie of the year. I mean, is this a winnable game for the Lions? I don't think so. But with the issues with Baker Mayfield and the you know the Browns looking really silly to a Patriots offense that wasn't scoring a ton of points all season long, uh, it's definitely a game the Lions can stay in. So we'll look at more of the trends as we get through the week here and and see if I, I lead towards the Lions plus nine and a half or ten spread. Kind of how I led towards lean towards the Lions plus the eight and a half before the Big Ben news came out, and then definitely if you could, I, I stuck eight and a half before the line went off the board down to six and a half and six that, that Saturday night. But the trends were all in the Lions' favor. And it's not all about, you know, looking at every trend and using that to make, you know, make, make your wagers every week, but they definitely are a great guide. And I, I, you know, will say this to you over and over again. In the NFL and in college football, they don't play that many games. So trends are much more valuable than, let's say, you know, college basketball or the NBA or, or Major League Baseball because there's so 162 games in baseball. You know, 82 games in, in hockey and, and the NBA, and then college, and you know, 35 over, you know, 40, 41 games based on how the season goes for certain teams. So in football trends, they're not everything, but there's something to look at. And, you know, last week, as I mentioned, with the, the Lions and Steelers stuff, the Steelers coming into that game had, had, had not covered five of six. They had not covered five of six games. Uh, at home, and that, you know, made me feel good about the Lions. Lions, even though the Lions are a rough team. Detroit, though, had been 0-5 uh, straight up against five games of Pittsburgh, but they had covered five of the last uh, six as well. So when you look at different numbers, and there's also that number that my man Tim Benz got from a, a reader of his in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, the teams that were winless off a of bye were 26-1. and So all the numbers led it to actually the Lions being at least a pretty solid metric play, aside from what we've seen the Lions do all this year. And we'll get into the game in a minute. Uh, you know, just kind of some news that came out of that with Anthony Lynn and Dan Campbell calling plays and what could possibly happen to Anthony Lynn, the offensive coordinator, uh, in just a minute. But we'll, we'll take a look at a lot of different numbers coming up this week on the Lions and the Browns. And I still think the Lions' best chance to win a game is the Bears on Thanksgiving, based on the Lions Super Bowl, nationally televised, whole NFL's watching, whole country's watching. You know, Justin Fields has definitely gotten better, but he's still very inconsistent at times. Bears are just not that great of a team, and I think the Lions will have a chance to win that game. I'm, I'm thinking the Lions going to probably be Chicago, maybe minus three and a half or four on the road at Detroit. So we'll see when that line comes out uh, after this week's games, getting ready for Thanksgiving, which I can't believe is almost upon us. November 15th today. We are a month and a half away from 2022 and almost two freaking years since this pandemic got started in, in earnest, at least here in this country, when things started shutting down in March of 2020. It's amazing just what's going on these last couple of years. Thank God we have sports. All right, now I want to take a, a look at what's going on in college football. And you've got one huge game for the Spartans and then, you know, a, a tune-up game for the Michigan Wolverines. Both these games on Saturday are noon games Michigan State and Ohio State and Michigan and the Maryland Terrapins on the road in Maryland. Let's start with Michigan State. And this line's right where I told you it was going to be, 20. I mean, we, we hear that term Spartan dogs often. Well, they're, they're definitely Spartan dogs this week. College game day is going to be there in Columbus. I thought it was an interesting choice. I was looking at the schedule. There's not a ton of other real sexy, sexy games. 
And listen, they were at, at Cincinnati against an inferior opponent a couple weeks ago uh, when they played Tulane. So it's not anything, you know, they can go to wherever they want. It's always got to be the greatest matchup. But this is a game that Michigan State, if they win, you know, they control their own destiny. So it still matters, obviously, for, on the state side. But, you know, they're 20-point underdogs. That's that's not insignificant at all. Uh, right now, that's where it's at at Bet Rivers. The money line for Ohio State is actually not as high as you think it would be for a 20-point spread. It's minus 1,000. Michigan State, uh, plus 600. There could be a little value on the Spartans, plus 600. But it should be higher. It should be closer to 800 or 900 based on the 20-point spread. But a lot of times, it has, you know, the, the spreads are one thing. And the money line is a different kind of feeling. Because based on what a team like Michigan State, that's an upset special kind of team, you might have a lower money line analytically than you would on, let's say, if it's like, you know, Penn State uh, playing a team like, uh, you know, East Tennessee State or something, and Penn State's like a 27-point favorite early in the season. Money line's going to be much much truer to what it should be because very little chance for East Tennessee State to win or a team like that. Uh, the total, high total for this game, 66.5 right now at Bet Rivers, over minus 112, under... Minus 109. And I look at this game right now, and I don't think Michigan State has much of a chance to win, but they definitely have a chance to cover. And I liked Purdue last week, and I was wrong about that. And Purdue had their chances to get back in the game and maybe even get a backdoor cover late. But they just, Ohio State blew the doors off of the Boilermakers. And, you know, the, the one thing is the Buckeyes' defense is not that great compared to some of these other Buckeye teams in recent years. And it's still obviously very good. It's, it's a, a top-level defense. But based on what Ohio State has been in recent years and what they're trying to do in winning national championships, it's not a vintage Ohio State defense. So Michigan State, if Kenneth Walker can run the ball well and, you know, Peyton Thorke can help them move the, the, the ball up the field, Naylor, the, the great receiver for Michigan State, and the status of him is obviously a, a big deal. When you look at the Spartans ability to maybe control a little bit of a, cl- a little clock, and they do have kind of a quick strike offense at times as Michigan State, they can hang in this game and cover the 20. But I just don't see any way, shape, or form they are going to beat Ohio State. Now, remember, I know, what was it, seven, eight years ago with Tyler O'Connell, the backup, uh, you know, they went in there as 14-point dogs and won the game outright. It's a different Ohio State team. It's a different Michigan State team. I, I just don't see that happening. We will monitor that throughout the week as well. And then Michigan and Maryland, that uh, is going to be lifting off at noon as well from Terrapin land. And, you know, this is a, a Maryland team that's just not that great. Uh, you know, Michigan State control them over the weekend. And it's one of these things that, you know, Tua's little brother has definitely made it exciting for Maryland fans. But after they got their, their doors blown out uh, by Iowa earlier this season, and Iowa's offense, not that, you know, not that, like, you know, powerful, and they still blasted them. And, oh, by the way, I apologize. It's, it's, been a, it's a 3.30 game now. Originally, they thought it was going to be a noon game. It's a 3.30 game for Michigan and Maryland. And... I'll tell you that 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 you know Maryland team definitely can like hang in games, but they're not going to really win many against good teams or have a chance to. And you know you look at the line for Michigan, fifteen point road favorite right now at Bet Rivers minus one twelve for the Wolverines, minus one hundred nine for Maryland. The money line minus eight three eight thirty five for Michigan. Uh, comeback plus five hundred for Maryland, and the over uh, under the total is fifty five and a half over minus one hundred eight under. Minus 113, not really a great feel on this game right now. I think Michigan's going to win this one going away. But, you know, Michigan's got Ohio State the next week. Are they going to show some vanilla offense? Are they going to, you know, obviously if they take a lead, a 23rd, you know, 24-point lead, rest some of their starters, not risk any injuries. This this game should be 
fairly easily won by Michigan, but it's still on the road, and Maryland knows they got the big Wolverines coming in, so they might be in this game for a quarter or two, but in the end, Michigan's got way too much offense, even with the Blake Corum injury uh, for the Wolverines, but so much so much depth at the wide receiver position. Kay McNamara is getting better. We didn't see any J.J. McCarthy last week. We'll probably see him in this game against Maryland, maybe for several series. So it should be interesting to see how Michigan attacks this game, getting set for what could be one of the, if not the biggest game. Actually, I think it will be, if Michigan State loses, the biggest game in the Harbaugh era. Yet another chance for the Wolverines to get to Indy and beyond. And we'll be discussing that throughout this week. And of course, we have a huge week planned for you uh, when Michigan and Ohio State will get it going uh, Thanksgiving week. And I'll be at that game as well. And I, I... I just don't want to go to yet another Michigan-Ohio State game and have my heart ripped out. And I'm not going to get fully sucked back in. We've talked about this all season long, that I respect Jim Harbaugh, but I don't believe he's ever going to be able to take Michigan to the highest levels where they need to be in these biggest moments. But so far this year, he's had three chances. Wisconsin, Nebraska, and this past weekend at Penn State, they've won them all. They've won them all. I mean, yes, the Michigan State game was a loss, but that was at Spartan Stadium. And, you know, the Wolverines... Should have won that game, but I'm not like that's a game where you know Michigan is on the road against their bitter rival, and Sparty had to do everything right to get back in that one at the end the two touchdowns, two point conversions. So, yes, that was a, I guess I have to I still have to include that on the list of chances that Harbaugh failed at, but three of the times this year that in other years Michigan would probably have lost those games, they have won all three the Wisconsin game, the Nebraska game. And this past week at a Penn State. I mean, the Penn State game to, to me was a game that I thought Michigan was going to win, but you always have anxiety if you're a Wolverine fan under what Jim Harbaugh has done, the 2-9 and nine record against top 25 teams on the road. Now it's 3-9 and nine, and all the different failings there. So, yeah, I mean, that was a huge opportunity for the Michigan Wolverines to keep themselves in the race in the Big Ten East and beyond, and they did. And while the Spartan loss is still to be unacceptable and stings and is frustrating, in these three situations that in so many years past, Michigan would have lost at least two of the games, not all of them. They've won three. You know, they lost the game to the Spartans. It's this whole other animal, but they won the other three. So Michigan might have a chance once again to control their own destiny. And I'm not going to get fully sucked back in right now, but boy, is there you know excitement brewing in me to have a chance to be at the big house for another Ohio State game. I always loved, loved going to them my entire life, but Michigan's got to win it. I mean, they, they go 0-6 against Ohio State. And have a chance to get, you know to get to Indy with a win there and the CFP. Let's you know come on. I mean you want to see Harbaugh there for 10, 15, 20 years and they turn to Iowa with Kirk Ferentz. But we have a lot of time to talk about that as well. One quick line here for you uh, on the Pistons. That game lifting off at seven Eastern on here this manic Monday night. The Pistons getting four home against the Sacramento Kings. The money line right now for uh, Sacramento is minus one sixty two. The money line for the Pistons is plus 135. And the total, 214 and a half over minus 112. And the under, minus 109. And you look at Sacto as they come in 5 and 8. Pistons is 3 and 9. Uh, no major injury issues for the, the Kings. Of course, Kelly Olynyk out for the Pistons. And you look at what, uh, you know, Cade Cunningham was able to do uh, as he's starting to get his feet under him. And that nice win for the Pistons. Uh, you know, 127-121 in Toronto over the weekend. And Cunningham, you know, not a crazy game, but he had 10-3 and four dimes. You had, you know, Isaiah Stewart with a huge game with 20 points. 
Jeremy Grant continues to score. He had 24, so hopefully the good times can continue for the Pistons against a Kings team that definitely has played better so far this season, but is beatable, and they have to travel west to east to play the Pistons tonight. That's a trip to the Motown betting window brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers coming right up. My brand new Big Ten power rankings and the latest results of the Dan Campbell approval poll right here on the Detroit CityCast. Bet River Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Combine two bets or combine many. You pick your confidence level and then watch the game unfold. Bet on same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. The VEASAN Midseason Football Special is here. Put the VEASAN betting experts to work for you from now through February for only $99. Daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on VEASAN.com. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe and get everything we have to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. That's vcin.com slash subscribe. Before we get right into my brand new DTM's Big Ten Power Rankings, I just wanted to mention some news that has come out of the line Steelers tie about Anthony Lynn, you know, Dan Campbell taking over the plays, said he looked during the bye week at the offense, you know, several times and decided he wanted to call the plays. Dave Burkett, my good friend, that's been on this show before and will be on again very soon, had come out and said today that, you know, it looks like there could be a chance the Lions will end up getting rid of Anthony Lynn, that a lot of times when offensive coordinators playing calling duties are taking away, and of, of course, he's still coordinating the offense. It's not like he's just standing there. He is still in charge of coordinating the offense, but Campbell is deciding what plays to call in what situations, that a lot, most times when that happens, the OC has moved on from. Does that mean that he's going to get fired, uh, you know, before the season ends or at the end of the year get, you know, let go? We'll see. But that's what Dave Burkett had kind of brought out uh, after the, you know, kind of the fallout of what happened with Dan Campbell taking the play duties away from Anthony Lynn. Now, Dan Campbell might give him back to him in the next couple of weeks. We'll see. But if it stays this way the rest of the season, it's probably unlikely that Anthony Lynn survives to 2022 with the Detroit Lions. But that being said, he could be reassigned to be, you know, the assistant head coach and not, you know, assistant head coach and offensive, you know, specialist. Dan Campbell will become the OC, which I, I don't think is going to happen. But there's ways that Anthony Lynn could stay. But a lot of the times, the majority of the times that an OC has got his play calling duties taken away from him, he does not survive much longer uh, with that team. And you look at Anthony Lynn. And what he's done in his career, the only year he was an offensive coordinator, per se, was when he was that interim coach with the Bills in 2016. He had never been an OC before. He'd been a running backs coach in Jacksonville and Dallas and Cleveland with the Jets, assistant head coach with the Jets for a couple of years in 13 and 14. Uh, And then he was an assistant head coach and running backs coach in 15 and 16. Then he was the interim coach uh, for the rest of the 2016 season for the New York Jets. And then he was the, obviously the Chargers head coach uh, until last year, and that's when he was he let go and took over as OC in Detroit. So that's another thing to look at as well. Now, let's uh, take a look at my brand new Big Ten power rankings. And not much of a move at the top, 
We did have a move at the bottom one team is back in after being banished and they had a big win over the weekend and that was Iowa. Iowa back in the fold of the top five. They had that nice win against Minnesota and right now Iowa uh, as far as the Big Ten goes uh, and their, their odds at Bet Rivers the Iowa Hawkeyes are plus uh, 33 to 1 to win the Big Ten right now. They're plus 750 to 1 to win the national championship, but they've reached themselves back in and got into my DTM's top uh, five Big Ten power rankings. They are eight and two, or excuse me, seven and two on the season, and uh, or excuse me, eight and two on the season uh, with that win over Minnesota, and they've worked their way back into you know the West uh, race. They're tied with Wisconsin um, when it comes to the conference record, and you know Minnesota still will have a chance if they run the table and get some help. But when you look at what Iowa has been able to do, they, you know, they they lost to Wisconsin. So the the head-to-head, if it's a two-way tie, goes to Wisconsin. But if somehow Minnesota can reach back in there, and uh, you know the uh, Golden Gophers are four and three in the Big uh, Ten and six and four overall. But if they ran the table and went six and three, and there was a three-way tie, then head-to-head is taken out, and that would give all three of those teams a chance. We're not going to get you cross-eyed with all those options right now but I was at number five Wisconsin Wisconsin they have a 35 to 7 thrashing Northwestern over the weekend they now are my number four team and to win it all they're 33 to 1 but they're actually the second favorite at Bet Rivers right now to win the Big Ten based on the fact that they are the likely winner right now of the West and they're just at four and a half to one behind Ohio State which we'll get to in a minute uh, of course Ohio State the favorite they are 7 and 0 in the Big Ten right now Number three, Michigan State. You know, Michigan State, 33 uh, to 1 to win the Big Ten. 150 to 1, by the way, to win uh, the the college football playoff. And by the way, Wisconsin is 125 to 1 to win the college football playoff right now. Michigan State comes in three. They've got a chance to, you know, continue to control their own destiny. They beat Ohio State. They're obviously going to shoot up and, and probably be, if they beat Ohio State this weekend, I'm probably going to have Michigan State number one. I don't think it's going to happen, but we'll see uh, over the weekend with that big game against the Buckeyes. Right now, they're number three in my power rankings in the Big Ten. And Michigan, they stay at number two. Michigan right now is 25-1 to to win the college football playoff, and they are 7-1 to to win the Big Ten, the third favorite. And the Buckeyes continue to be the big favorite to win the Big Ten. Minus 335, that's where it was last week, so no movement there. But they are the second favorite to win, or the third favorite, excuse me, to win the college football playoff Right now, the Buckeyes, uh, they check in at four and a half to one when it comes to the college football playoff behind Georgia, who's minus 143, and Alabama, who is plus 325. All right, let's take a look at the latest results of our Dan Campbell approval poll. Just to reset the table for you, we did this a few weeks ago after the Rams game for the first time. 87% of you approved of the way that Dan Campbell was handling his job as head coach. We know this this Lions team doesn't have a lot of talent. In, in many ways, they're not trying to lose, but they're putting players out there that won't give them a great chance to win. A lot of the Dolphins in, in recent years and when teams have had to kind of rebuild and retool, that's the way you do it. And it's not about wins and losses right now, but this team is playing hard for Dan Campbell. They've been in the more games than not this year than they've played so far uh, of the the you know this season going into Week 11, where the Lions are 0-8-1. 0-8-1. Can't be 0-17 anymore. 
Uh, but the latest results after uh, the Rams game, where it was 87%, after the Eagles' disgusting loss, it was 63%. They've gone up a little, and it's now 67% approval for Dan Campbell's 33% disapproval. Just to read some comments uh, that have come in on the Twitter poll, you can vote on that if you want all week at Dan Leach 97.1. David Thomas says his roster is garbage. You need three years until you can truly ask this question. Smitty says, zero wins. How could anyone approve? And, and listen, first on David's points, yeah, we know he, we need time with Dan Campbell. I've said that to you many times, that I, I have no clue if he's going to be a great coach or not. So far, I like the way the players are connected with him. But, you know, you can't say three years. you got to say, you know, a couple of years. We see where he's at for the end of next season. That, could, even with a lack of talent, could give you a pretty good idea if this team still keeps... Um, you know, competing hard. And the other problem is, is that, you know, some of the in-game coaching stuff, you know, kicking field goals when you should be going for it or going for it when you should be kicking field goals, going for it 23 times on fourth down, by far the most in the NFL. They, they were 2-2 two two on uh, Sunday against the Steelers at the time. But, you know, there are things to look at on both sides of this. And, and to Smitty's point, you can't say, how can anyone approve? It's not about zero wins right now. So both of you need to kind of look at the other side of the argument as well. Uh, Scott Berta saying, if he can't see that Goff can't give the same uh, or give any chance at all, he doesn't deserve to stick around. Uh, John Siuba saying, though 65%, probably think the country is headed in the right direction too. We're not getting political on this show. Uh, Joseph saying, Matt Patricia won a game by now during his first year. Don't compare Dan Campbell to Matt Patricia. Patricia had a way better roster of, of talent and Matthew Stafford. Uh, and Roar of the Lions UK, we're, we're going across the Atlantic. Says Matt Patricia inherited a 9-17 with a healthy amount of decent players available to him. Campbell inherited the demolition job that Patricia carried out that side. Huge difference. So definitely wide-ranging comments there as well. We'll continue to do this each and every week here on the Detroit CityCast. All right, that's going to do it for us today. We will see you next on Wednesday for our Wild Wednesday show. Getting closer to Ohio State and Michigan State, the Wolverines and Maryland, and of course the Lions and the Browns and Many other things to discuss throughout this coming week, getting closer to next week, which is going to be a huge one here on the CityCast. Michigan-Ohio State in a likely scenario, and you know, got to give State their chance to beat Ohio State, but if they don't, the scenario is Michigan wins and they're at Indy for the first time ever. And the first time, obviously, under Harbaugh. They've never gone to Indy under any coaches. They've started to do the Big Ten Championship game. So enjoy the rest of your day. We will see you next time. And until then... Keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, out. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.